What up, y'all? This is Sweets talking to you. Next to me is... Derry. And then we have... Cookie! And our first topic today is going to be the COVID-19. Woo! And how Lord. this is going crazy. Lord. Man. <laughs> if I got that shit, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I mean, it could be serious, but I, we also don't know because of how long they're taking to shut everything down. Yeah. Oh, uh, we, we live in the great state of, the, of Kentucky, so... I mean, it must not be that bad in Kentucky because they really ain't shut nothing down for real. I mean, like, where we live in, we're in, like, the pinnacle. We're, like, the sweet spot of the <laughs> USA because we don't deal with uh, tornadoes, hurricanes. Um, we, what's we, it we called? Got, we got tornadoes here. No, like, in Glasgow. We oh, don't deal yeah, with yeah, none yeah. of that for real, for real. I mean, and, we, uh, have, we ain't had one in a long time. Yeah, and then uh, we don't necessarily deal with the diseases or anything like that because... Right. Being Kentucky is the poorest state in the country, we're right, naturally right. prone to disease, so we have a strong immune system than we would with anybody else. <laughs> so I'd be like, to be honest with you, there's really not much you can really say. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just think the whole, I honestly think Kentucky is the best response and everything with like the COVID-19. I think it's the best. Like, I, I, think, mean, I think we've done a pretty good job of... I think I think Daddy Andy's doing a pretty good job <laughs> of, of I, I, keeping us safe. I, I think they've done the right thing, closing down like the biggest states that had the most people. Yeah. They're gonna shut down New York, California. What they should have done was the people who came up went to spring break in Florida. They should have shut down Florida. People were there. They should have stayed instead of coming back because that's what's gonna spread it for real. Like as soon right. as uh, it started breaking out towards the world, they should have just shut down the biggest Why in the world concentrated like population. They was like, oh, we got COVID-19 over here. And the next thing you know, right. all you see is just everybody starting to go flying, flying, flying. Yeah, I try to go to Italy. Because, <laughs> like, uh, the airline, the airfares, uh, well, the prices for air for airplane tickets and stuff like that mm-hmm. is, like, super cheap. Like, not too long ago, I, I was going to book a flight for, like, next year, middle of June or stuff like that to go to California. Right. And it would have been $10,000. But it turned out being $2,000. Mm-hmm. So it would have been, like, $500 a person. For first class. But my question to you is, would you rather take that chance of going somewhere, catching it, and then bringing it back home, spreading it to everybody else you're from, or would you rather stay here for the money? I mean, that's what everybody's kind of discussing right now. Like, Kentucky's in that sweet spot where basically every state around us but Tennessee is closed. Yeah. Like, every state around us is just like, y'all want to come in? Nah, y'all chilling over there. And then Daddy Andy won't let us go out. Like we're not supposed to go out. That's what that's what he but said. But the weird thing, my thing is, is what? How do you know where you're getting <coughs> stuff shipped from Japan or China? It's right, not coming with that product. Right, because when we work at, we get a lot of stuff from other words. Because if right. we don't, we we're not going to be successful in what we're doing. Yeah, we're, okay. we're we're me and Sweets work. We get we get boxes and boxes of stuff that come from China. And I got to open them. Boxes. Yeah, <laughs> and I and sometimes those boxes don't even get open, and they get put to me, and I have to put them on a skid. Like. I don't know what's in these boxes or whose hands have touched these boxes. I mean, like, like what? Where, where do you draw the line of like what you can and can't do? Like a lot of the like a, a whole essential versus non-essential thing. I don't think you can really classify as what should be essential and what shouldn't be essential. True. You know? Yeah, that makes that makes a whole lot of sense because when you think about it like this, people who how do I put this? Whenever we consider essential, we're talking about. Nurses, doctors, police, right? Uh, people in factories are make essential objects and essential material and product, but mm-hmm. we don't necessarily consider anybody in the fast food department or anything like that that well work up that wake up daily and then go to work twenty four seven and stuff like that. So you know the point is what I, the point is what I'm trying to get across stuff like that is like uh, 
I understand that being essential depends on what you get to the community and how you return your like how you re- make your value as a worker and as a person more susceptible to society and helping society be more clean and more whatever you want to call it. But at the same time, being essential just means you are able to work without getting anybody sick or you're helping prevent sickness. My thing is this. If you're That's what I think the definition If you're is. trying to prevent the sickness, then why are you having people working, touching things that everybody else is going to touch? You're not really making a big deal if you're like, oh, don't touch this, wash your hands. But you still have people coming in sick. And you're knowing they're sick, letting right. work all day. And then whenever the next day comes, you're addressing as in, hey, don't go to work if you're sick. If they're sick, you send them home the same day or they don't come in this building, period. Yeah, right, We right, have right. our nurses in front of our building that takes our temperature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they should have had that a long time ago as soon as, as, soon as it came out. Like, I don't know how long she's going to be there, but still. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think she's going to be there, like, <clears throat> until this thing, like, either blows over until, like, you know, until it's safe enough for, like, people to actually start coming <clears throat> back in. Because where me and Sweets work, the truck drivers can't even go in. We have a special person dedicated to go out and tell them that they, you know, ask them, yeah, or what are you bringing in? Are you taking something out? Like, our building is, like, on lockdown. Like, it's on a soft lockdown, I guess you would call it. Nobody's allowed in past a certain point. Yeah. Because as soon as me and Sweets get there, we take we have our temperatures take, uh, taken, and then we they ask us, like, questions. Have you been out of state? Have you traveled? Yada, yada, yada. And if you say no, you're good to go. You know? Yeah. No further questions. <clears throat> but... You, you you said the whole fast food employee not being essential. Well, I think with all these people that are still open, like you got the nurses, you got the doctors and everything, yeah. those fast food employees are just as essential as those nurses and doctors because you got to feed these people. Yeah, but no, what I'm saying you know? is like for like whenever you think of the word essential, you're thinking of police, nurses, doctors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You don't right. necessarily, you don't necessarily and, and, confirm anyone, the definition. Anyone who could save a life. Yeah, but you don't necessarily, nobody necessarily <clears throat> takes into account what the fast food has done for the people in our community and elsewhere. Because you can't go into a dining restaurant or anything like that and expect to sit down or get a takeout meal and expect to pay like uppers of like like a minimum price of ten dollars and up. Right. Uh, in in my opinion, everybody, no matter what you're working in, is essential. Like, okay, I won't say everybody, but but I think a lot of people are essential. There's, like, like I don't think car dealers are essential. Like, that was a good move to shut them down. Car dealers, the people here in town that sell flowers. Yeah. Like, they're not essential. Like, like I get that. But a good majority of these places that they shut down are essential. Yeah. Or can be converted into something that would feel, like, essential and whatnot. To make the masks, to make the ventilators for these companies and whatnot. Which a good majority of it done. I, I believe the three big... uh. Uh, vehicle companies, Dodge, Ford, and Chevy, I think they converted over to start making ventilators and stuff for the hospitals and stuff around here <clears throat> that are being affected and that are treating COVID-19 victims. But, I, like, it's kind of a hard line to draw at what's essential. I think where they got it now is kind of, it's it's like, you know, it's good and bad. Yeah. There's some things like, yeah, like, they should be closed. Like I said, dealerships, flower Power people, whatever you call them, florist. Yeah, they should they shouldn't be there, you know. But you know, like there's there's places that were closed that should still be open, or you know, like it's just it's just wild. This is something nobody's ever dealt with. 
my thing is this: when you when you speak on the uh, places that's supposed to be closed, mm. you know, like the uh, place up here, what's that place called? Like Nemec or something? Yeah, that like place. Acabona. Acapona, that's yeah. what it is. I think, to me, they're essential because they're making parts for your vehicle because you need your vehicle to get around well, and make the money for your kids. They're yeah. making they're making brakes for, uh, what is it, Ford? Yeah, and they're, uh, they make brakes for, uh, they're house No, they're making, they're making brakes for Chevy because they got, <clears throat> they got affected big when all those people were doing that walkout for the, at the Corvette plant. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a Chevy thing. And then since Chevy's not making any vehicles... Like they dwind, their work dwindled out. Yeah. Now I work with a guy, uh, Sweets knows who I work with. His wife actually works at Acabono, and uh, she actually works at Acabono. And they there was talks that <clears throat> they're gonna make these plexiglass cutouts and stuff, so these people can continue like working next yeah. to one another. Like that's that's one thing. Like they. They said they just got approved for eight more weeks. Or it's either eight or four more <laughs> weeks of being off work. Yeah. At Acabono. So it's just nobody knows. Okay, nobody knows then let me ask you about this then. How do y'all feel about the potential to have $2,000 given mm-hmm. to every American ages 16 and up? For the court, for the course of six months and possibly sooner. I, I get the I get the fact of you need the money because of everything that's going around. But my right. fact of you need to watch your age limit because of people like seventeen and eight. Like me, I, I'm eighteen and I'm working. But you also need to think of the fact of if they did not do their taxes, then they shouldn't be able to get the money because it's not fair to everybody else I, who did and don't get the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's how they have it set up. <clears throat> like if you don't, if you haven't had your taxes. Because the 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 money, it goes into your, it goes into your checking account that you used on your taxes from last year. So if you haven't filed, if you haven't filed your taxes since last year, or if you haven't filed them at all in a while, if you haven't filed them in a while, you won't be getting the stimulus money. That's how it was for the last stimulus check. If you didn't file for uh, twenty eighteen or this year. Well, if you didn't, yeah, if you didn't file for 2019 and 2018, then you don't get you didn't get a stimulus check or anything right. like that. But going back to what you said, like 16 and up getting two thousand dollars, I think that's way too much. But I mean, think about it like this: for those families that are struggling and stuff like that, to have a whole lot of kids that are between ages 16 and 18, and so right. on and so forth, this can help them benefit and help them provide for each like, other and better provide for their family. I now. understand, but you also got to think about well. You can't give them more money just because they have more kids. Yeah, know? but at the same time, it's better to have a chance that, for example, a kid that is 16 years old is going to go to high school or is projected mm-hmm. to go to high school for the whole course of 14 years. I mean, for the whole for the rest of the... That, all right, let me, let me start over. <laughs> a 16-year-old is, gener, is generally a junior or a, is he, is he a sophomore or a junior in high school. It depends on what I'm talking about. Right. Don't really know. But the point is... You when you go to high or whenever you're in school period and you're like growing on to puberty and stuff like that, you get three court you get three meals a day. Well, two meals a day. Mm. You get um, they take care of you if you're sick, if you like anything like that. If you don't have any clothes, I'm sure they have clothes to take care of you and stuff like that. And if right. they don't, I'm sure they can go to the middle school or anywhere else to find you some clothes. Right. And not only that, if you uh, are struggling at home and stuff like that. Um, you got Glasgow Bridge that helps take care of your family and stuff like that. Right, so right. they have ample opportunity to help 
sustain better sustain themselves and take the load off of their parents and stuff like that. So for a bunch for a sixteen year olds and up to get two thousand dollars with I mean, yeah, at the same time for kids who are irresponsible and don't deserve it. Well who appear to who are irresponsible and wouldn't use it to the best way they of the, to the best way that they should use it. Mm. At the same time for those who need it, need it and would help them out a whole lot more and give them a better chance at surviving this virus and preventing them from going out and catching the virus and spreading it to their families or anything like that. Right. So, like, basically what I'm saying is like this. Yeah, I understand what you're talking about. Mm. But at the same time, you got to think, what about those who need it? How is this going to affect them? Some parents don't. All right, some parents are asked to have five kids, three kids, four kids, or right. two kids. But at the same time, for those parents that do have that many kids and those parents may be laid off and unemployment may not be enough to cover bills and food, so they have to choose between the two, this can help them better provide for their family. Right. Like, I, that. I mean, that's a good thing. Like, a lot of the bills and stuff should, like, they shouldn't still be going on, but this stimulus money, like, isn't to be wasted on. Yeah. Like, this isn't for you to go out and buy a car or anything. This isn't for you to go out to buy a car and, you know... It's not for you to go buy a car. It's not for you to go waste your money on strippers or cocaine or whatever you want. It's for you to, like, I know this is, like, I know a bunch of companies and stuff are pushing the bills back and are, like, making it to where you can pay at a later date and stuff. But you should still, like, pay the, pay your bills. Because if you get behind and this whole thing, like, ends tomorrow, well, you're screwed. No, like, at the point, like, when it started, mm-hmm. everything should have froze. Everything. But the way the bills are set now... You don't pay bills for this for, like, for example, say you're laid off. Mm. You don't pay bills or anything like that for a little bit. But at the same time, if you have to pay, you have to pay a mortgage, if you have to pay uh, loans or anything like that, or anything like that, it's going to build up. And it might be treated as if you didn't pay loans for this set time. It may decrease your credit score. Right. Or you're just going to be, it's just going to, for how do I put this? It's just going to, it's going to pause but then you're gonna be paying this, this, that month after the vi- like after the virus is over. Mm. But the months that you didn't pay are gonna build up collectively. So you're gonna have a big, you're gonna have a big burden behind you as right. you're paying all the other bills. And then once you, cause you're never, you're not gonna be able to catch up faster than what you would if you didn't have that burden behind you. Cause once you're paying those bills, and <clears throat> at the same time you try to chip off at the big burden, there's nothing you can do about that. And the stimulus check, yeah, it might be. Use a negative manner and stuff like that, but at the same time, in some places or may maybe in no places, <clears throat> bills are still need to be paid. Bills are still coming in, and families still have to choose between whether they should whether they should decide if the family eats tonight or the family has a place to sleep tonight. All right, but you also have to see it like this. There's many people out there who who are on drugs, who are doing this and that, that who, who will use the money badly. But also, you have to. You also have to realize that, um, you know how you was talking about how, like, everything, like, the payments and stuff for their houses? Yeah. The, for those people whose houses or they were quarantined in their house with nobody could go outside, all of their payments were frozen because of the quarantine virus. Yeah. They're just giving you money so you can get your food and everything else back kick-started, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How they're slowly letting people come back out of their houses, it's more like a, like a way of saying, hey, go get you some food, because if we do get shut down again, you're going to need it more than anything. Like the the whole pandemic of the uh, of the reason why we have it is going crazy, but there's people out there who took all the toilet paper. 
Right. You don't need toilet paper like that. Right. You're not going to eat it. So what you should have done, you should have stocked up on the food <coughs> more than anything else. Because right. that's just something that's there. Well, I know the toilet paper and stuff ran out, but when I went, well, I didn't go to Walmart, but my parents and stuff like that, I'm sure your parents told you the same thing. But the frozen food section was picked clean. There was there was not a single bag of frozen. Nothing. Could there even was get a fresh fry off the floor. Like, they took food and stuff, too. The toilet paper thing, I don't understand, because this whole COVID-19 stuff is a respiratory disease. Yeah. You know, I don't know what this whole toilet paper that is. Make, that didn't make any sense. Like, at all to I, don't, I don't, I don't, like, if it's a meme, I haven't seen it. But I don't know what this whole toilet paper thing is about. But this, people are blowing this out of proportion. Again, I see that it's something that nobody, nobody that's alive right now has ever seen. Nobody. I mean, maybe there's, like, a certain few. There's, like, a minuscule amount of people that have seen this. But nobody on this podcast right now, nobody in this city has ever seen something like this. But that's not a reason to go out and just absolutely go crazy. Like, I know you'll have your Jesus freaks that are like, oh, it's the end times and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> like, like, just shut up. The Lord is coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but no, it's, it's over. <laughs> the end time is near. No, like, they say that for everything. Back in 2012, when we. When the whatever calendar, the Mayan calendar. Boy, I was shaking my boots. I, <laughs> right. I was right. right. They said the same thing. Like when what was it? The bird flu, the swine flu, that yeah. thing. They said the same. Like you can't go off that. Like I know God's important. You know, thank you Jesus. But you can't, you can't, you can't be afraid of this because you've never seen it before. Like yeah, it's scary. You know, and it's bad. And you know, it's just it. Like this whole thing is crazy. There's like nobody nobody knows what to do. We're trying our best. You know, you can't can't blame it on one man. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people are trying to blame this on Trump and his lack of reaction. But we they've known about this virus for months and months and months and months. So at the same time it's still a lack of reaction. Well, it's a lack of reaction on everybody's part. Yeah, I mean but yeah, but true but also it's like this. If they said at first when it first came it was like it's they said it was just like the flu. So yeah. just take precautionary measures and wash your hands like usual, but you right. can proceed with doing what you're doing and stuff like that. Right. Then when people started dying a lot more and a lot more and a lot more and people started taking more supplies and taking but, more food, that's when it jumped out out of, well, this and, whole out thing, of proportion. That, that whole thing circles back to the point that nobody in this lifetime has experienced anything But like you got to think of it like this. More than likely what happened was... The internet blew it up more than out of like out of perspective of what it was and right. made everybody freak out. Yeah. Like we my uh, parents were talking about how people were at uh Rural King buying ammo and fighting over it. Right, right. It right. is getting to the internet is making it get to a point to where they're talking about how they're gonna put quote unquote a dome over the whole entire United States. Yep. You can't do that. Because how they're gonna get it off or get back in it. Yeah. It's it, common right. sense. I mean, not only that, it's just like for for like for example if you would have take, uh, if we would have taken the necessary precautions, or if we would have just simply followed instructions and not go outside, or not even that, just stay away from each other. Be well, take well. How do I put this? Be more clean than what we usually are, and take the precautionary measures of just leaving each other alone and staying out of a public area. It wouldn't have escalated as far as it did. Right, like you know. It's almost like they all took it for granted, to be honest with you. It's like... Well, it's not that they didn't take it for granted. It's that I think 
it's the fact that we didn't know what to do kind of made us just like shrug it off, you know? Because like I understand if I don't know how to do something or I don't understand something, like I'll just I'll throw it to the side and go back, get back to it later. Like I'm sure that's what a good majority of people have done. And now look where it is. And that's why it's where it is because a good majority of people have just like shrugged it off as something that's going to go away in a couple of months. Kind of like the swine flu did. Swine flu was here for like a month. I was like, we were all like five, six years old when that thing came around. It was here for like a month and then it disappeared and now we got a vaccine for it. I think that's kind of what people thought this was or was going to turn out to be. <laughs> I mean, they were obviously wrong, but I also feel like, what was the originating country? China? Yep. Was... I feel like they've withheld a lot of information. They got so much more to tell us that they're not telling us. Like, I'm not blaming China for everybody, or blaming China for this. But hey, they started this, it. <laughs> this, I mean, this whole thing is everybody's fault, but I kind of feel like that China has withheld a whole lot of valuable information, Yeah. either from how many people have died or how many people they actually have infected. I mean, at work, where me and Sweets work, on the radio, they, there's all times an ad talking about this news article where it's like, did China like withhold information about the COVID nineteen? Did China lie about how many people have died to this? And like, a part of me wants to believe that maybe they were trying to be truthful, but a part of me also wants to believe that they lied to make themselves look better or try to make it not seem. And when they did that, and when they did that, you know, it's just like. They they kind of they kind of screwed the pooch for the whole country when they try and lie and say that they didn't you know have this this and this many people dying. You know? But for me, I feel like they wanted sympathy. Like <clears throat> like you know how some countries like like quote unquote Africa how they how like America will perceive them as a poor country. Yeah. I mean, they might be poor, but they're not making it like it is. You know right. what I'm saying? Like they're yeah. not telling you the truth about it. They're making you like, oh wow, they really need help. In all reality. They might want you to stay away so they can fix themselves. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Like, like people are thinking this is the world's this is the world's virus telling you that hey, it's time for y'all to back up a little bit and look at what y'all are doing to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. But me as a person, I don't believe it because if it was as serious as it says, why are we still walking outside? Why is everything still like open? Yeah. For me, if it was as serious as they're, they're making it is, why are they waiting so long to shut everything down? True. If it's serious, well, do it now instead of waiting. Like, if there's a riot outside, they'll send police immediately. Exactly. Right, like, right. like for like back to the China thing, I mean, like, even though it originated in China and stuff like that, and for the most part, I mean, like, I understand how, like, China is withholding information to a certain extent, but, like, if they know how to cure the virus, let everybody else know. But... Other than that, if they're like hiding, like how many people have died or how it originated or anything like that, like we already know it came from China. We pretty much know how it started. But at the same time, if they're just hiding, like how many people have died, China is completely overpopulated. Like there is basically, or there's pretty much limited oxygen over there. Because mm. not only is there so many cars that creates so much, that creates a whole lot of air pollution, there's a lot of people sucking in a whole lot of oxygen. So you can't really. So you can't really sit here and, and uh, you can't really say that, well, how to put this, how to put this, how to put this, all right, all right. You can't really say, like, the news can't really say anything about China saying that what we're doing is we're hiding information, anything like that, but we're not going to tell you anything else. The news can't really say that because the news doesn't live where China lives or anything like that. Like, they're not in the same environment that Chinese or the Asians in general just go through on the other side of the world. 
But at the same time, just because it originated in China doesn't mean we should boycott. Doesn't mean we should boycott Chinese food or anything like that. Just for the simple fact that it originated in China. Chinese food in China and Chinese food in America is two different things. Chinese people in China and Chinese people in America are two different kinds of people. Right. When you originate in America and you originate yourself in China, it's two different things and stuff like that. So that's how well, I just that's just how I feel. So to kind of segue out of the COVID nineteen because we kind of been on this topic just ranting and stuff about how we feel. Uh, I think like I'm kind of torn. I'm fifty fifty. I think I think COVID nineteen is doing our planet like justice, you know, because I forget where it is, but they said because there's like nobody working, they haven't polluted the waters. They have the clearest waters that they've seen. Uh, in years, I know exactly what you're talking is about. That, like the dolphins came back and everything. Well, yeah, I forget yeah. what it's called. You know, somebody can fact fact check me or whatever. But you know, there's no pollution right now. Nobody's. Well, I mean, there is pollution still, but it's not. You know, this is the cleanest we've probably seen the Earth since we've been alive. You know. So, you know, I was thinking like just now, like think about it like this: What if the virus was created to keep the world from overheating to to <clears throat> further delay global warming? Y'all know how China has like the two kid rule? Like you only have two. Like you used yeah. to have one, but now you can have two. Yeah. I think I don't know if it was true or not, but I think it was. I think they were talking about how it's the first time that China's actually seen clear skies because of all the pollution that they've made. Yeah. But my understanding is it shouldn't take that much for you to understand what you're doing to the. Yeah, like it shouldn't it's take right. a whole virus. It, it, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I it shouldn't take like yeah yeah honestly like I think once this whole thing if it either blows over or we create a vaccine a vaccine. There is going to be different like stipulations and rules because this this COVID nineteen has like stepped up the game and opened oh it's opened my eyes to see how much we're destroying this destroying the planet with everything. All right, so so we ain't stuck on this freaking COVID nineteen for hours. <laughs> we're going to switch it up to this. All right. So I heard some people uh, uh, a couple of days ago talking about how they didn't like, like it was on YouTube. How they talking about how they didn't like the cops. Well, like, how they reacted. And this, this is my, this is my position on cops. You have good ones, but you also have bad ones. But you can't make every cop perceive as the bad person because some of them are the ones that's going to help you out. Like yeah. I've been watching videos right. of people who've been on drugs or people who are having bad times. The cop will let you go and help you, like yeah. help you on the road. So you can't, so you can't. You can't, you can't, you can't let one bad apple spoil the bunch. Right. But that, no, 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 but that's the point. When you're a cop, there should be no bad apples. Well, so what they should do is they should regulate how each cop, how each officer is reacting or is uh, interacting with the citizens and stuff like that. Right. And if it doesn't meet the standard or daily quota like it should, then they should be terminated and let go. Regardless of what they've done, their job is to well, serve the community and serve the population to protect and serve and keep their... Emotional and how I put it to keep their emotional judgment to themselves because at the end of the day, well, if how I put this at the end of the day, even though so and so did this and you feel that it should be handled this way, you have a jurisdiction to go by, you have a law to abide, you have a job to do to protect and serve. If you choose to be to do this to a certain person because they did this, then how are you going to treat the other person when they do something else? Well, this is my thing, you can't. You can't really like put yourself in the position of where this is like like it shouldn't take training or common sense to know hey 
everybody gets treated with respect no matter what happened or what they did. Like, yeah. like right. if it's serious enough, yes, you can go to that extra step. But if it's not that serious, it's just a simple traffic stop, yeah. and you know it's bad, call your backup, let them do, and handle it like a real person. Don't yeah. handle it as in a, hey, I don't like this guy because of the way he looks yeah. or his skin color or anything like that. I don't care. If I get pulled yeah. over, I get pulled over. I'm going to do what I got to do. Yes, sir. No, sir. And yeah. just do what I got to do going about my day. I ain't going to, oh, you pulled me over for no reason. You pulled me over for a reason because what's the point of pulling me over? You're just yeah. wasting your own time. Because, like, you just wasn't about, about the traffic and you, he was doing his job. Exactly. But, like, at the same time, like, I under, I completely understand how a cop would feel walking up to a car, not knowing how the person is going to react, right. have all this, like, all the, uh, what's the word? Like, what's the word? It starts with, uh. Like having a simulation in your head about how all the outcomes can go from this to this and that and this, and you're thinking about your family, you're thinking about your mom, your dad, or your grandma, or your grandpa, or your brother, or your sister, or anything like that. You're just thinking about everything in your head, but at the same right. time, you chose to be a cop. You've been trained to be a police officer. You've been trained to be a state trooper. You've been trained to be a sheriff. You've been trained yeah. to be SWAT team and everything else. Your job is to lay your life on the line to protect others. Like, no. if this is going through your head, then this job wasn't meant for you. I mean, I understand right. that nobody wants to die, but at the same time, if we're, if everybody is supposedly following their religion to the true extent of their religion, then at the same time, if it's your time to go, there is nothing you can do about that. Right. It's not like you, like, if I'm supposed to get hit by a truck, and I stay in the house the rest of my life, eventually when I go outside, I'm going to get hit by a truck. There's nothing that's going to like, stop I that. understand. Like, I understand. Like, I don't want to get shot. You know, I'm not a cop. I don't want to get shot. Like, if I was a cop, I still don't want to get shot. But I would know that it's part of my job or that it that it's a very good potential for me to either get shot, stabbed, hit in the face, hit by a car. Like, I just know that's part of my job. And the, the their thing is, is, like, they don't know anymore because the media is kind of, like, twisting it. And you got people out here just going up to good cops. You got people going up to cops that deserve it. You got people going up that are former cops, and they're just absolutely dogging these people. Like you can't, you can't do that. Like I understand that we pay these people, but these people—they're still people, you know. Like you can't go up and dog their profession. Like you can't dog anybody's profession. Like, but especially you can't dog a profession that's willing to lay their life on the line to protect you. Like, yeah, there is scumbag cops, but there's also good cops. And there's cops that are willing to help people, you know. Those scumbag cops at the end of the day, they always get caught. And if they don't, their actions get caught up later down the line. Like, for the most part, basically, every there are a, there are a whole, whole, whole lot of good cops. But at the same time, there's a very few, it's like, it's like this. There's 95% of the police force, or 90% of the police force is, is good cops. Then you got the 10% or the 5% that are bad cops. The news... It's not going to be positive 24-7 because it's the news. It's not going to be like that. Right. If the news is positive, nobody will watch it. Basically, what I'm saying is this. The news is going to portray a negativity or a negative vibe about anything or anybody. Right. So if a cop does something wrong, then they're going to continue, They're going to dig deeper and find every bad cop that did something wrong to make it seem like all the cops in America are bad, all the cops in America are corrupt, all the cops in America need to be terminated, and then more need to be reinstating into their jobs and stuff like that. So basically it's like this. Yeah, it's cool to understand like yeah, it's cool to live and to understand that even though that police officers they lay their life on the line and stuff like that. But 
if you see a police officer doing his job and you go to indulge yourself in the occupation of what he's doing, you're going to jail or you're getting a ticket because it's not what if you're. I forgot what the name of I forgot what the term was, but you can't do that. You can't sit here and put yourself in front of a cop's face after he done after he's doing a traffic stop during a traffic stop or whenever because you know what the cop went through before, or you just don't understand that. When you run up on a cop, he doesn't know if you have a gun. He doesn't know what you're going to do. So he's either going to pull out his gun and tell you to stop. And if you fail, if you fail to stop, he's going to shoot you. There's not, it's not a limit. It's, it's like it. It's not like level one, we're going to do this. Level two, we're going to pull out the taser. Level three, we're going to pull out pepper spray. Level four, we're going to pull out the handcuffs. Level five, then we're going to use the gun if level one, two, three, and four didn't work. It's nothing like that. There's no levels of force that you have to use. Every force is justified in the proper terms. That's why they all have body cams. So whenever they go to court and it's examined, it's justified whether it was right or whether it was wrong. Their job is on the line or they, well, either they stay or they get terminated. So, like, whenever a cop pulls out a gun for somebody running at them, it's technically, like, wholeheartedly, it's the right thing to do. Because, think, like, cause at the end of the day, a cop is still a cop. There's no, le- it's not like, for example, Ray... Sweets is 6'1", 250 pounds. I am 5'11", 205 pounds. If he's running towards me in an aggressive manner, I tell him, sir, stop. By the second time I get ready to say, sir, I'm going to have my hand on my gun. If he still continues, if he still proceeds to run towards me, I'm going to pull out my gun. And at the third time I tell him to stop, he's going to have to be incapacitated. I'm not going to go to kill him, but he's still going to be incapacitated. It doesn't take two or three shots. It doesn't take six or 12 shots to put somebody down. It just takes one or two shots because cops are trained to shoot at the target in a necessarily in a proper angle to prevent vital organs from being hit. But that's pretty much all I got to say for real about it. For me, but uh, for me, I say treat a cop like you do your military. You can't really, because they're both fighting for you. The military yeah. is fighting for your country, but the cop is fighting for you. Like, if somebody breaks into your house, the first person you're going to call, it's not going to be the military yeah. or your husband who's overseas or something like that. It's going to be the cop, because you're going to be the ones who you want to find out who did it. Or you want them to give the justice that you want. Like, for me, I watched a video a while ago about a woman, about a guy who shoplifted a store, had a gun on him, and she stood in front of him like, oh, you can't arrest this baby, he didn't do nothing wrong. But what she didn't know, if he would have put the gun and shot you in your face, you couldn't do nothing about it because yeah. you you just try to do what you think is right. It's not right. A cop is, is a cop is taught to do by the law what he's supposed to do and save everybody around him. But if you put yourself in that situation, now he now you're making it harder on the cop because he has to save you now. Yeah. So... If you're putting yourself in a situation, what do you expect to happen? Never the cops don't do what you want them to do. If you're going to start a video, start it from scratch when the cop first pulls up on you. Don't start it from midway when you're not trying to get out the car and you're just like, ooh, let me get viral real quick. No, right. start it from the beginning so they know what you right. did so it shows why he's so aggressive towards you. Yeah. Like if I get pulled over and... I'm over here fighting a cop, and then my girlfriend, she starts recording me, and she's like, oh, get off of him, you can't do that, he ain't do nothing wrong. The media's going to make it to where it's like, oh, the cop's bad. Yeah. But in all reality, I was fighting the cop, but no, the media's not going to make it look like that. Yeah, the media like, wants something bad, but not good. They want to see somebody, they'd rather see, they'd rather see a good cop kill a good man, or a man who's doing wrong, than versus a good cop doing a good thing, letting the man go for 
just living his life. Well, the sad reality about it is, is like the whole bad cop mentality, the whole cops are evil. That's what the media makes their money off of. That's the bread and butter because that's such a popular. I mean, it shouldn't be, but that's such a popular topic that hits home for a lot of people. You know, that's 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 what they want. They want to make cops look bad to get people's points proven. You know, whether that cop's the best cop you ever seen. One one video that shot just completely out of whack. One video that stopped really late. Like, there's been videos of these, like, cops shooting people. There was a video of a cop shooting a guy driving away. But what you didn't know is that dude had shot, like, a family or something and stole that vehicle and was running away. But you just saw the cop shooting what you would believe is a random random driver. Yeah. Like, like he like he's just gonna shoot at somebody just for like oh right. Do some people, target practice today. People think that cops are just gonna go around. Oh, I don't like that guy, and then bam, he's dead. Like exactly. that's not how it is. What people don't understand is the whole story behind everything. Like people like to jump on whatever makes sense to them. Yeah, and like. It's sad to say, but what a good majority of people jump what makes sense to them is these videos of where it's just a cop beating this person up. Now, I've also seen videos of... I've seen I've seen whole videos where a cop just walks up and slams a person that's just sitting there. I've seen yeah. that too. But like we said earlier, there's always those bad cops that shouldn't be on the force. You know, but... It's just... It's just a touchy subject, like... That it's it's just a subject that shouldn't be a subject at all. Yeah. Like bad cops do exist, but not all cops are bad. Yeah. It shouldn't take a couple of bad cops to give everybody else a name for themselves. It's like right. this. Just because certain black people do certain things and stuff like that. Well, let me let me let me, let me start over. Me and my brother, we are black and we are Native American. But the thing is, just because certain black people do certain things doesn't necessarily justify how me and my brother will act in the same situation. So, for example, if a cop is driving around and stuff like that, me and my brother are not going to sit here and, <clears throat> for example, uh, either take off running or anything like that. Because if you didn't do anything wrong, why would you do that? Not only are you making yourself a target, you're making a, you're making a cop susceptible to sitting here thinking and wondering what are you planning on doing and stuff like that. So, at the same time... If you take out, like, it's like this. Don't put yourself in a situation to where you have to deal with the police if you don't like the police. Do everything you can to avoid the police if you dislike the police to a high extent of dislike. But at the same time, when they are around and when you have to deal with the police, act in a diligent way that you're supposed to act. Like, act in a way that you wouldn't act normally around your friends. Like, Hell, pick up a different pick up a different tone of voice. Act like you're in a like treat like treat it as if you're in a business interview and you're trying to get a job. You wouldn't tell. I wouldn't walk into. I would walk into theory and be like, "What's up, motherfucker? What you doing?" Yada yada yada. I wouldn't be like that if I was talking to somebody trying to get a job. It should be treated as if like the police officer is there to protect your life and to prevent anything to prevent any harm coming to anyone. In the community that you live in. So it shouldn't be... Like, cops shouldn't be given a negative image. But I understand where they're coming from and stuff like that. My thing is this. This is my last topic. Well, not my last topic. My last saying on this subject. In all reality, a cop is there to serve and protect you. 
as in a, I'm here for you when you need me. It's not a, I'm going to talk bad on you because I don't like you. For me, I think all the, I think the bad, the word bad cop should be bad cop dash media based because everything is me, uh, everything the media posts out is usually the middle of a, uh, of an argument that's happened. Like, I've seen a guy get yanked out of a car, but what they didn't show was the guy, the cop asked the person 15 times to have to get out of the vehicle. And once you get, once somebody tells you to get out of a vehicle, you're supposed to listen so it doesn't get to that part. So, my thing is this. This is my conclusion. My conclusion is this. If you don't want to put yourself in a situation to where you have the chance of being killed, listen to the cop. Don't talk back. Don't try to be the old bad guy, next guy. I'm this old big tough dude that can handle anything. If you can handle anything, right. do it in the gym. Don't do it against somebody who's trying to just tell you you're do you've done wrong and trying to tell you, hey, do this right next time so you can go on about your day and I don't have to be in it. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it as in a oh he pulled me over because I'm black or he pulled me over because he didn't like my tattoos or he knows me and he don't like me. It's nothing like that. It's more of a you did you you broke the law and you have to be punished for it. But not in a state of you need to be killed for it because you didn't do right or you jumped out of a car, took off running, and a gun falls out your back pocket and you go to reach for it to grab it. You can't do that. Or when you get out of a car and uh, the cop don't know if you have a gun on them, don't reach for your waist. Have your hands up and let them search you. And just don't talk. Listen to what they have to say and then finish what you have to say because at the end of the day, what you have to say is not important. Because the reason why it's not important because it's your life when, it's the life in your hands. Because if you do, if you make one small move or mistake, the cop don't know if you have a weapon in your vehicle, bazooka, grenades, or anything like that, it could be killed. And then right. you're going to jail for murder. But you also have to think of it like, yes, protect your rights, but protect your rights when they've been done wrong. Right? Exactly. Like, if something negative is going on, or you feel that something negative is going to happen, record it at the very beginning. at the ve Not in the middle, not towards the end, at the very beginning, so... There is no corruption on either side, and both sides are not blurred or anything like that. But, like, my conclusion is like this. If you're going to, like, if you don't like the police, stay away from the police. Do everything you possibly can to prevent yourself from dealing with the police. But when you are around the police, like Sweet said, if when you're around them, act the way you're supposed to act. If you make any sudden movements, you're going to get shot, regardless of what you think you're doing or what your partner think is right or what your friend, cousin, mama, daddy, uncle, anybody... Babysitting, what are you? What they think is right doesn't matter to the police officer, because when you make a sudden movement, he's thinking to himself, he or she's thinking to her, him or herself that you're reaching for a gun or you're reaching for a weapon. He's not going to. I can't let him kill me. I have a family. I'm going to have to take him down. That's not. Uh, even though there are some cops that have guns out in front of them, like pulled out and already ready, armed and everything else. At the same time, you're going to have. You have. There is literally. No reason as to why if you know something bad is going to happen or a cop is already acting irrationally that you shouldn't have your phone out either voice recording or video recording anything. But that's pretty much it. That's, that's all that I, that I have to say about the topic. Well, I'm going to just keep my ending short and sweet. You know, just just treat people with respect, you know. Like, they're, they're out here trying to support people like you're out here trying to support people. Just treat them with respect. You know, you got a man trying to do his job, make an honest living, Throwing his life on the line for you. The least you can do is just show him respect and not act like a dang fool. Exactly. A hustle is a hustle, no matter what you did. Right. As long as you're sitting on the couch, you still hustle. 
Right. No matter if you selling candy bars for a dollar fifty or you candy outside bar. working, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> outside working a pole. A hustle is a hustle. That's right. all that matters. As long as you making just, bread and making money. Just respect the man. You know, respect the man. Respect everybody. Like treat the like treat people the way you deserve. Yeah, the way you deserve and want to be treated. If you treat somebody negatively, what you expect to happen? That's the golden rule. Like you call me a bitch, you think I'm gonna still give you a hug? No, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> well. That concludes his podcast. It's the first one in the book. Yep. Tune in for the next one. See y'all later. (laughs)